So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now for the review of the day. Okay, guys, I've got one here from Fun to Learn One. And Fun to Learn One gave us a one star, but I think Fun to Learn One, he or she actually made it, meant it to be a four star, because I'll read this in there. They said, I'm a big fan of informational type podcasts. I love to listen when I'm driving in the car folding laundry or doing dishes just makes the time go more pleasantly and i'd love to learn i just recently discovered pat hyben's real estate Rockstars podcast when i was looking for a podcast specifically for real estate agents i have really enjoyed listening to the podcast and think pat has a nice variety of guests on the show who provide valuable information differing perspectives and a helpful insight however I often find myself wishing that the interviews went on for just a little bit longer. That is why I only give it four stars instead of five. Well, by the way, guy, uh, fun to learn one. Go back on and fix that back for me, would you? But that's okay. I appreciate the feedback nonetheless. Um, Okay, so anyways, he goes on to say, that is why I only give it four stars instead of five. Most of the time, it seems like the guests have barely just gotten past the introduction and boom. They start getting the meat and potatoes of the discussion when it's time for the show to end. One suggestion I would like to make to Pat is that he take full advantage of the flexibility of the podcast medium and allow the interviews to go as long as necessary to really cover the topic and allow the guests to share their expertise more fully within reason, of course. The Real Estate Rockstar podcasts are only about a half an hour long, and I think that many of the guests could easily have gone on for up to 45 minutes to an hour. They seem to have lots to say. Some of the other podcasts to whom I listen allow the podcasts to vary to last longer as needed. So I know this can be done. Hope it helps. Hey, yes, thank you very much. Fun to learn one. We used to have them longer and uh, then we started shortening them on purpose based on some feedback and some advice. One of the reasons is we go three days a week and some of our competitors go just one day a week. So they do one long one once a week. We do three short ones, just add some variety and some spice. But I will definitely take this into account. Sometimes if I get a guest that's really, really good, I will let them go. If I have time, I'll let them go and make them long. But anyways, this is good feedback. Thank you. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember... I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want, or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first, and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, we have a great guest. We're going to talk in detail today about what is working and actually what is not working where the juice is not worth the squeeze as they'll say you know what's not working 
when it comes to follow-up, when it comes to getting your customers to call you and use you again or getting potential people that don't know you or sort of kind of know you to pick up the phone or pick up the email and say, I want you to be my agent. We're going to get into some exact specifics today and I'm excited. I got Luca Cree on the line with Reminder Media and he's been uh, killing it in the real estate media space for a long time and he just set out an experiment with his brother where he sent him out into the world as a real estate agent and said, I'm gonna, you're going to be a test subject. I'm going to test all of our stuff on you and see what works and what doesn't and what doesn't work, we're going to stop selling and what does work, we're going to boost uh, at our company and it's interesting to see the results that he found out and I can't wait to uh, go over that. So anyways, without further ado, Luke, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars, brother. Hello, hello, hello. Pat, thank you so much, man. Like I was saying kind of before we got on, super excited to be here. Been listening to your podcast, so I feel honored to be on with some of the people that you've had on before and really excited to kind of share, you know, my expertise, what I've been doing and even learn from you and kind of as we pick apart some of these subject matters. So really thanks for having me on. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, why don't you give everybody a little rundown on who you are so they can get to know you better? Sure. So I will give my life saga. I'll try not to bore everybody. Um, but, you know, I grew up in a family of eight kids. So I was homeschooled. So one of those crazy homeschoolers that uh, you guys hear about and was really passionate about music all through high school, college, had a band, was traveling around on the East Coast, thought I was going to be a rock star. And then like everybody who's in music these days, unless you get lucky, you got to grow up, get a real job. So went to college and majored in computer science, came out of college and started a website company with my brother, started a design agency and we were selling mom and pop stores, grocery stores, doing church websites, all that good stuff. And that was going well. We were trying to get that off the ground. That was really teaching me a ton in business and a ton about dealing with people, a ton about sales. And at the same time, my uncle, um, he has a company called Reminder Media and so as I'm doing Nextmark Design, I'm talking to him. He's kind of mentoring me a little bit in business. He's having success with Reminder Media. And he really reached a point in his life where I think a lot of entrepreneurs do, and maybe we have some people listening in real estate or in other businesses that are at that kind of burnout phase where it's just kind of you're tired, you've been toiling for years, you're having some success, but just not sure if you want to sell, what you want to do. And so as I was doing Nextmark Design, this design agency, I'm also communicating with him and we kind of decided to join forces. And so I, you know, joined on with Reminder Media to see, hey, look, you know, where can we take it? We had just about 50 employees at that time and around, you know, a couple thousand clients, a little over a couple thousand clients. And so since then, since joining, I've really had the opportunity to be part of taking Reminder Media to, I guess, what you would call the next level, which we work with just about 30,000 real estate agents now all across the country. I was able to build out a call center for inside sales team. We had basically no one on the phone and now we have 70 people on the phones and really have had a lot of success in working with realtors and helping them build out systems to connect with their database. So systems that will help them in their follow-up and how to, you know, cultivate leads. I shared with you that everybody tends to focus on lead generation, which is so important for your business, but it's really just half of the equation. You also have to cultivate leads. And that's really where I've spent the last years and years of my life with blood, sweat, and tears is, you know, helping build products 
and systems that can help business professionals really connect with their database in a meaningful way. So those prospects, those clients, they always think about that realtor. They always think about that business professional because they've kept up consistent communication and quality communication. Now, what I shared with you before the show and what I am excited to talk about is that really the problem with marketing and where I face in my career right now is that I'm not a realtor. So I'm not a top producing realtor. You know, I'm not hands in the business every single day living and breathing it. And so to be a great marketer, I knew, you know, I really have to get my hands dirty. I have to test these strategies really at the ground level, put boots on the ground. And that's when I, you know, reached out to my brother. He had already had an interest in real estate and tried to encourage him and convince him, hey, jump in. Let's test out these strategies that we've been doing for years and having testimonies and success. Let's test out new things and see what we can get to work and what can't work. He's about 11 months into the business now. And he's about to be at 31 transactions. So we all know a deal's not done till it's done, but he has contracts on the table that it will be about 31 transactions within 11 months. And we've learned a ton along the way. And that's what brings me kind of here today is to talk to you kind of a little bit about that and my journey. Okay. So let's go right into the nitty gritty because we, you know, we're all about meat and potatoes here. So your brother, right? Let's just say a year in the business, he did a first year in the business. Let's just say he does 35 sales, right? So sure. a year in the business, 35 sales coming from zero, right? All through proper media, sending the right things, the wrong things. I want to know exactly what, first of all, what's his name? So his name is Steven. All right. So I want to know exactly what Steven did on the first day, how much it costs him, you know, and then we'll talk about what he did after that. So take, take me to the first 30 days. What do you do? So I'm pretty sure he would tell you he was probably scared out of his mind the first day. <laughs> but when he got his license, he went into the office, uh, obviously met with the broker, everything like that. But we knew right away what we had to get up and running was we had to get a brand up and running. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. So we created a website. So we got a website. Now we are lucky enough to where we have great designers and great web developers. And so we were able to create a nice website for him that gave great images um, of who he was and tells his story a little bit. And then uh, really importantly, we got on social media. So he started a Facebook page. Uh, he has an Instagram. He actually, this is an interesting uh, thing that we have found out. He started a business page 
but he also has his personal profile and like his uh, user profile. We've right. actually found yeah, yeah, way yeah. more success with his uh, personal page. And he has like 2,000 something friends, way more success with that than his business page. But on his business page, we're doing ads and everything like that. So I'll get into that maybe a little bit. Yeah, I mean, with the but business with pages, you got to pay. With the personal pages, you know, you're going to have more interaction. That's the reason why I keep adding personal pages. I have a Pat at 5,000, I have a Patrick at 5,000, and now I have a Pat J at about a thousand and I, I, you know, and, and I just keep those just because, you know, at 5,000 at a clip, you can, they get a little more interaction. Uh, the business page, nobody's going to see it. It's like a billboard in the forest. Right. Unless you billboard pay. on a highway and then you pay for it. The only way you could get that billboard back on the highway is either to pay for it or to do FaceTime, uh, Facebook lives or to write reviews because those things get free algorithm boosts. Other than that, uh, you know, it's not going to get anything. So, okay, so, so let's just say that a normal agent, because I hear naysayers driving down a road in Tupelo, Mississippi right now say, oh, okay, well, you gave him, you know, you gave him a head start. He was, he was born on third base. This doesn't apply yep. to me. You know, and what I'm going to say is let's just pretend you start out with 2000 bucks, right? I'm going to just sure. say the normal person. Take $2,000 on a credit card, build a nice, uh, the whole idea was building a brand before he actually had a brand. So you're kind of making up a brand to make you look like a movie star, even though you haven't sold one house yet and, and, and start building this with so that you, in mind. Yeah, I love it. So you have to, so that's the pain point is the pain point is everybody's going to think we have thrown thousands and thousands of dollars at him to make him successful and make this story. That's not true at all. At all. In fact, I've made him actually pay for most everything uh, to, to do the pain point. The only thing we've paid for is the thing we get research out of, which would be like the magazine. So we've been helping him with the magazine and I'll go into that a little bit more detail. But just to touch on that point is that what we did immediately is said, what is Stephen's unique value proposition? What, is his, what does he bring to the table that would be the, you know, something that could attract attention. Now, if you Google him and stuff, you're going to see he's a pretty good looking guy, kind of looks like a GQ guy, and he looks like he could be on TV or HGTV. So he has that going for him. So very much in the beginning, we wanted to play off of that. We wanted to play off of really him, his face being everywhere, people associating this almost celebrity status, as you would call it. And so you know, he started friending people on Facebook, all over where he's at. He started friending people. I think his LinkedIn is up to over 2,000 people now and reaching out. And he did a neat thing on LinkedIn uh, to start building a following is what we found was if he reached out right away and asked to be that person's realtor, he really wouldn't get success with it. So at first, he would actually you know, reach out, ask if they could be their realtor and ask for their email address so he could add them to his database of people. And that didn't really produce hardly any success in getting people's emails addressed. So instead, we turned it into a two-step process where he friended the person, asked that they could, he could connect, and that he was a real estate agent in the local area. And then he followed up with an, uh, another message that basically said, you know, hey, we'd love to be a realtor. Do you have a realtor? And he still didn't ask them for their email address. And 
then people would say, no, I don't have a realtor. Yeah, we'll keep you in mind. That's great. Then he would follow up with a third that asked for the email and that's how he'd get the email because they're almost already committed because they've said, and hey, yeah. He doesn't know these people are actually looking for a house. As a matter of fact, out of 2,000, maybe only five were actually looking for a house. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's just trying to friend um, everybody and anybody he can because, yeah. you know, my philosophy is, you know, you want to target audience, obviously, as Gary Keller would say, you don't want to go after all the public necessarily. You want to target audience that you're looking for. But when you're just starting out, a lot of times it really is just about getting your name out there and your brand out there to start almost like overnight this celebrity status, this I own real estate. When you think real estate, you think of me. So we, you know, started friending everybody we could on Facebook, doing the LinkedIn, right? Then specifically, one of the things I wanted to do is test out our magazine. And, you know, we have a 48-page coffee table quality magazine that realtors send to their clients to keep in touch. But one of the other strategies that's, you know, really successful for us is using the magazine as like a leave behind or a impression piece. Um, Brian Buffini, I keep, I think calls it like an item of value and right. you can use it at like a pop buy. Yep. So you could leave with somebody it's like a gift. Correct. And so, so a couple here's the lead sources we went after, right? And here's how we targeted it with that leave behind. Yeah. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. T tell me about that and continue to tell the story because everyone's going to want to know how did he sell his first house? You know, how, how did all that happen? How did it go from zero to hero? Yeah, yeah. And we'll have to, maybe you'll have to get him on the show too, because he can give you his yeah, side. We'll definitely be, have him. Yeah, back. which would be an interesting kind of, you know, back and forth. But is that we set out and I knew, okay, you got to target your friends and family. You know, a ton of your business in the beginning is going to come from your friends and family. It's what we've seen over the years. That's a no brainer. It's what they teach, right? So we have to let our friends and family know that we're in real estate. So we immediately started trying to put together a database of who, is, who are his friends and family, getting that into a system. He actually uses contactually uh, right now. So he tried, um, I think it's referral maker, uh, Brian Buffini. He tried referral maker, liked it, thought it was you know, good, but it was kind of complicated from all the stuff they wanted to do. And it wasn't as clean for his opinion and his you know, purpose. And so he ended up with contactually to manage his database of people. And so he has been using Contactually to store his uh, database of people, collecting his friends and family. He then he looked at his past job. So he worked at um, Liberty University. So he was able to get a list of 400 people that used to work there as well. We also learned something in the beginning is don't uh, email blast <laughs> a bunch of people uh, without having a great value proposition because we ended up blasting those 400 people and a lot of people asked to take off the list, of course. So that's just a side thought. Hey, well, but, you know what I mean? But, but you know, because I listen to podcasts and, and, and talk to people in the, in the business of digital marketing now, I'm a real estate agent by, by you know, by history, and they say, hey, if you don't get, you know, rejections and people that are upset that you blasted them, that you're actually not doing a good job. So, you know, just the, I think it's a good sign that he got people to say, take me off. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, he got 400 names. That's awesome. I mean, that's. And that's no, I hear you. I actually on our sales floor, like on our inside sales floor, and I always teach my reps, which is a good point that you're associating is the, if you're not putting someone in kind of an awkward situation you're probably not asking them to do anything of importance yeah i mean and, and can i be your real estate agent is is 
kind of awkward. Awkward as a question as you, you can <laughs> ask. But I love that he asked it, right? Because it's so to the point. You know what Correct. I mean? Correct. I, I think it's brilliant. So, and you don't know. Yeah, you don't know if you don't ask. And so, you know, the first step and the hardest thing is is trying to get a database. Because if you don't have a database that you can work, you're really just fly by the seat anybody you meet. And so we knew friends and family, that's a core, right? Then the standards, FISBOs, expired listings, right? Then you have just listed, just sold campaigns. Now he doesn't have any just listed or just solds at this point, but you can still call other people's just listed, just sold. So we've tried that. But uh, so you have there, we have, you know, friends and family. We don't have any past clients to call, but you would call that, that kind of your core client. So it sounds like he kind of started out with the mentality, which is great. Two things, mentality of number one, I'm going to brand myself or who am I? Well, if you don't know who you are, you got to figure that out, right? You got, there's a process you can go through and figure everybody is somebody, right? And just brand yourself. And then number two, he started out with a mindset of, I'm going to build a list. Now, in this case, his mindset was, I'm going to build a list so I could send this awesome magazine to them. Uh, but I think that that's great because his, you know, it got him focused and it got him energized and purposeful about building a list to do Correct. something. And right? you, won't, you, know, you won't believe the biggest pain point in my business at Reminder Media is actually getting realtors to get us their list of people. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. So we work, I told you we work with about 30,000 annually. It is amazing. When I you know, first started here, we were getting 69 out of every 100 people that signed up to actually get us a list of people. Now we're up to almost 90. We fall between usually 88% and 90% and more times on the 88%. But think about that, that it's so much of a struggle. People sign up for our program and can't get us a list of people and it's hard because when Stephen was trying to collect the when Stephen was trying to collect the friends and family selling houses you know, yeah they don't yeah they don't manage their, pull over and get gas you know yep correct and it's like with even your friends and family it seems simple to collect a list of your friends and family but you have to think wow I don't have their addresses right it's like I don't have to, so you're gonna have to make a phone call or we've used Facebook Messenger and just emailed through Facebook Messenger, which is a great way because everybody's on Facebook, and saying, hey, you know, wanted to keep in touch with you, wanted to send you a Christmas card this year, you know, but I don't have your address. Could you send me your address? And it's such a natural way to get an address is using Facebook Messenger saying, hey, I want to send you a holiday card. 
and then pretty much everybody gives you their address if they're your friend and your family. Sure. So it's a great way to get an address so you can market to them. Um, so that's a strategy that we've used. You can look but, it up too. You can just Google their name and type in address question mark. and Yeah, white pages or whatever will come up or something like yeah. that and you can get that. Um, so, you know, starting a list and Steven, I'm a huge phone guy. So, you know, I have seven people, 70 people on the phones right now. I've started out on the phones, cold calling. I have a curious question about that. So just, you know, to sidetrack a little, those 70 people, like are they, they are calling people for your real estate clients? Or who so uh, both sides. So we have, um, basically we have uh, about 40 of them calling you guys, the realtors, trying to sign you up for our program. So those calls you get all the time, which I'm sure you know. <laughs> uh, so we have a bunch of guys on the phones, you know, basically like you would call them the hunters or the people going out there to try yeah, to close yeah. new okay. business. So they're inside salespeople for yep. your magazine. I Correct. And then 30 of them servicing, you know, and coaching and working with helping, the clients. Helping yep. people develop their, okay, I got it. Correct. All yep. right. All right. So, so go back, go back. Let's go back to Steven. So, yep. so tell me about his first, his first sale. Where'd it come from? Yeah, so uh, first came from actually him doing um, expired listing calls. Okay. So, so expired listing calls. Um, he got, um, I, I don't know, and I'd have to ask him specifically what one closed first, but I remember him specifically getting an expired listing lead, and then he also got a referral. So he got a referral, I believe it was from his cousin, Shep, gave him a referral to some investors. Okay. Um, and so, um, so second got, sale was from somebody from his list. Yep. Um, and then he built this list and then how did he utilize the, the, um, the magazine? Did he, did he use it as a pop by and just start popping up, pe popping by people's house on his list and say, Hey, I just wanted to drop you off this magazine. Yep. Great question. So there was two ways we used it. We formed the list. Anybody we had an address um, with, we automatically sent to. All right. And he did follow up calls to those people to make sure they got it, check in on them, let them know why they were receiving it. On the FISBOs and expireds, he started calling. So he would go into his MLS like most agents do and start collecting that information, putting it into his database. He works, just so everybody knows, he works about 50 FISBOs at a time. So he constantly wants to have 50. That's just the number that he got coached on that we learned from another agent, I believe, he in wants that to office. FISBOs. And what's he doing with those FISBOs? He, and he's sending the magazine to them? No. So what he does with them is he calls them. He pretty much calls them every week uh, and checks in on them. And one of the things we learned, I forget if it was from Jeff Cohn or who it was from, but one of the things we learned and we tried was basically checking in with them and asking how their uh, weekend went and did they get a lot of traffic to their home because that's that pain point that so if he couldn't close them on the first time he called the FISBO to you know let them know he could sell it you know and get them a better price right if he couldn't do that he would continuously follow up and ask them hey how the weekend go did you get a lot of traffic I did some open houses got a lot of traffic and that was his way back in that was his way back in and then he would drop off a magazine so correct so let's focus on the the marketing here I don't want to get into FISBOs that's kind of a cliche right now but sure but let's talk about you know what marketing worked that you tested and what didn't work yep so specifically what ended up working for us with the magazine right is our sending it to people has worked from a great touch point it has not generated yet a deal 
from him actually sending it to him, someone calling him and saying, hey, I got your magazine. I want to sell my home. Okay, so that didn't the, work. It didn't. It has. It only has worked from a touch point of he has, he has one person that says, I'm going to sell within a year. And he's had that conversation because he's followed up to the magazine. Okay. That he's gotten two deals from the magazine, both from Popeye's. So, in, in one was very interesting. Magazine in conjunction with an assertive action, such as stopping by and giving them the magazine. Correct. So, he did it once with a, a FISBO. Yeah, once he did it with a FISBO. And the lady literally called him because he tried to call the FISBO, couldn't get him on the phone. And then the lady called him and said, and he left the magazine for them. Lady called him, got your magazine, love it. I'm going to talk to my husband about listing. And he got that listing. Another one is he was door knocking kind of a neighborhood. We call it walk the neighborhood. It's the campaign we do where yeah, he's yeah. walking the neighborhood, right, of his like farm. And um, the lady actually saw him on Facebook as well for his advertising, plus his magazine Popeye. And so the, the holistic approach and the combination approach allowed him to get that listing. Yeah. Well, it kind of gives you a reason. Like, you know, some agents, what they'll do is they'll make these really fancy brochures and then they'll, of the house, the house they list, and then go and knock 200 some doors and say, hey, I wanted to give you a brochure. And, it, and for them, it's a lot warmer of a call because you're actually giving them a brochure. You know, I thought maybe you could pick your neighbors. Here's a brochure. Um, of this house. And then people are like, oh, wow, that's an awesome brochure. When we list, we're going to list with you too. So I think it works the same way as it gives you, the real estate agent, a feel like you're not really cold knocking. Correct. You're warm knocking. Hey, I live in the neighborhood or I, you know, I specialize in this neighborhood and I wanted to give you a present. Now, what's even cooler, obviously, if you take that present, I'm sure you guys do this, and it has a market analysis of the neighborhood on the back or somewhere in the magazine. Do you guys do that? Yeah. So you can do, you can customize the covers in the tear out cards in the magazine. People do market reports. They do listings. They do, you know, their family recipes, community events. Um, so we've done that. We've customized it with Steven's listing, but you're hitting the nail on the head, which is it's the proactiveness that has really made the difference in Steven's marketing. It's just the, like anything yeah, in life. Correct. Right? It's the passive. About it. So do people really tear out cards and mail them in nowadays? Yeah. What's it's crazy, man, is we got GFK. I mean, this blew my mind because um, GFK is a marketing research institute. You can uh, Google them and stuff. They're one of the largest in the world and they do readership surveys. So we had them you know, we're big on obviously tracking everything we do. We had them audit our recipient base, which is millions of recipients, and basically survey them and find out, hey, are people, you know, what are they doing with the magazine? Are they ripping out the tarot cards? Are they reading it? What are they yep, doing? Yep. 84% are ripping out the tarot cards. 84% of people who receive the magazine are ripping out the tarot cards ripping, to save them. Ripping out the tarot cards and throwing it away? No. So the tarot card has like a recipe on it. And it has your information on the, you know, um, on it as well. So it's obviously your information. Fourteen percent of oh, the so people it's a tear out who tarot card that you can that has something of value on it that you were but correct I was, it was a tear out card that that had like a self addressed stamp envelope on the back and you checked. I oh, I got you. House. I want to buy. A <laughs> yeah, house. some people. Yeah, some people do referral cards. <laughs> we don't necessarily recommend oh, because, yeah, our coaching strategy here is. Literally, you send this to your database of people, right? And let's say you send it to 50 people. 
Yeah. What our survey, or it's not our survey, it's a GFK survey, but GFK, what they say is 38% of the, of the people you send to are giving referrals. So when they looked at it holistically over millions of magazines sent, 38% are giving referrals. So if you send to 50 people, there's 19 referrals out there for you. Doesn't mean you're going to get all 19 unless you proactively pick up that phone, call the people, check in, hey, yeah, Pat, just, how you doing? Just, you know. yeah, yeah, of course. So you know, here's what works, right? The tear out card because they take it and they stick it somewhere. Physically showing up with it rather than letting the postman show up with it. Yep. Here's what, here's what really doesn't work. Just sending it and expecting it to create something for you. What else? Give me one more thing uh, that doesn't work. Yeah. So um, specifically with the magazine, one of the things that we found out that we thought was really good and it still has a value, but from a time efficiency standpoint, we suffered was we usually preached, hey, go and put this in every business in the community, mm. right? Go and actually personally drop it off. Yeah, drop 10 yourself. off at the dentist, Correct. 10 off at the Correct. doctor, 10 off at the accountant. So what we found was it's actually better and more efficient because it took, you know, four hours to drive around and drop off all Plus these magazines. Lots of them. Correct. And so what we found was that's actually a failed strategy to go drop it off because it's, awesome. it's not efficient enough. What we found was get their address, send it to them if you're going to do that. Or here's what Stephen did is he partnered he actually partnered with a heating and air company where he gave them ad space in the magazine, right? They put his name on the sign and they're on a major highway, right? They put his name and everything supporting him on their sign and they give out their magazine with them and Steven on it to their clients. So he's cross-pollinating. Stop right there. Their sign. What do you mean? Like their sign. What's so you know how like a business will have like a big road sign like to, to draw you in? So like a road heating, sign in front of their business? Yeah, in front of their business. Okay. So they actually put him up there on their put sign. Him up there. Yep. Why? Because he basically approached them and with the magazine, showed them what he was doing and said, hey, I'll give you ad space. Like I'll let you be in the back free. of my magazine, right? For free. But if you guys can help me cross-pollinate to your people, because heating and air and, and housing and everything like that, obviously it's very so then synergistic. They, they mail it to their people or they drop So they give it out. Yeah. When they do their jobs and stuff like that and people come in, they're giving it out to their people. They're giving it out because it advertises them. They don't have to pay him and he advertises them for free and then he's on their sign. So, so he bartered. Uh, yep. He bartered. And so for all the printing and all that crap. So that's where it became uh, really successful with the local businesses is basically partnership through customization and partnering with like, we have a guy that does it with a limousine service. We have a person that does it with a car dealership, a Mercedes dealership. So every Mercedes that's shown, uh, are sold, they give out the magazine. Uh, but with Steven, it's like he went and did it with the heating and air. What failed was just going around and dropping off the magazines and hoping they produced. That's good. It's not going to hurt you by any means. It's a billboard, right? But what we found was it wasn't super efficient with his time. And what was better was actually going and taking the time to partner with the business. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, uh, everyone that comes on our show, Luke, uh, gives a free gift that we put in a toolbox. There's a little treasure chest. And uh, I believe you said you're going to give a little pamphlet out uh, about relationship marketing. Is that right? 
Yeah, so we have an ebook that we'll give out to everybody. It's called The Guide to or Getting Started with Relationship Marketing. And so, you know, I'm huge on, you know, I think in today's day and age, people really don't want to be sold. Not that they've ever wanted to be sold, but we are so inundated. I think the average human being is seeing 5,000 pieces of marketing a day. And so it's critical that we, and especially in real estate, start offering things of value to clients and we market through value. And that might be what we talked about earlier um, before we came on the show, which was this whole idea of influencer marketing, is that you're offering something of value. There's a personality or something entertaining. And it goes the same into what you send, whether it's recipe cards, pop buys, you make actually cookies for somebody. But this talks about you know, relationship marketing, how you get started in relationship marketing and how you focus more on the relationship, not the transaction. Because the transaction is temporary. The relationship's going to, you know, obviously be ongoing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, listen, I'm going to put all this information on hybendigital.com backslash reminder. Hybendigital.com backslash reminder. I'm going to put all of Luke's contact information on there. If you want to reach out to him, you want to say thank you for offering the free advice. I'm going to put the ebook he talked about that uh, is of value, talking about relationships and marketing. And I'm going to put all that in his show notes, hybendigital.com backslash reminder. And I'll put it in the treasure chest too, our toolbox, which can be found at hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or texting toolbox to 444-999. Luke, this has been awesome, brother. I appreciate you coming on the show. If I'm ever in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, I'll look you up and uh, we can break some bread. Love it, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for turning into Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.